Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents And One, a weekly podcast about the National Basketball Association, keeping you up to date with professional basketball players, games, and headlines across the league. Here are your hosts, Josh Counts and Aiden Butler. The And One podcast starts now. Welcome into the And One Podcast, episode two here in this 2023-2024 NBA season. Your two hosts once again, Josh and Aiden, back with you guys. Two different guests joining us from last week. We've got Tom Hill, first time on And One for him, and then Justin Locke. Justin, you you guys heard his voice a, a lot last I say, year. You've been on And One before. <laughs> yeah, oh, he sure. sure has. I think you guys have probably been on at some point together last year, too, yeah. at some point. But he's uh, not, a, not a new face here to the podcast so guys we'll just go ahead because we don't got all day we'll go ahead and dive right into this so last night there were some great basketball games that went on you know uh, the Hawks were taking on the Bucks. that one was I believe that was in Milwaukee as well too technically it was yeah uh Tom gave me the approval there but yeah that one was in Milwaukee they lose we'll talk about that one in a little bit but the first one I want to talk about and Locke will start it up with you like yesterday the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, of course, when you have basketball games on a Sunday, you know, the viewership is down and all that. This game obviously wasn't on um, national television. It was on, you know, their local things. We'll talk league about pass. That. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later, too, because I got league. Oh, league. yeah, I, I, I saw that comment by Adam Silver, so I definitely, want, I definitely <laughs> wanted to add that in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but yesterday, in overtime, the Kings were able to beat the Lakers 132-127. to High-scoring affair, uh, De'Aaron Fox... He had an interesting game, started off hot, kind of got injured, still then came out the game, then kind of came back, and then left the game limp. It was a big thing for him, but he's also fully injured now. They say his ankle injury may have him out for a couple weeks, but we'll talk about that in a little bit too. But Glock, for you, you know, that game last night, and now because it is so early in the season, you know, you'll have the casuals that'll just be like, oh, it was a Sunday basketball game, nobody's worried about that. But that was a very good game between two teams that will most likely see themselves against each other in the playoff down the line, too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And a lot goes into that. Obviously, the Lakers lost. Uh, Darby Ham's coaching decisions in that game were not uh, smart at all. It. Christian Wood, Ruby Hachimura combined, I think, for 31 minutes. Gabe Vincent, who was pretty much a liability on the court. We're going to talk about him, played, too. I think 31 minutes. So, your two guys who actually played really well last night, Christian Wood and Ruby Hachimura, did not see the floor in the uh, majority of the fourth in, in overtime, and mm-hmm. it can't happen. In a game where, obviously, Keegan Murray misses the uh, go-ahead shot, uh, that forced, obviously, overtime with LeBron getting the uh, tying bucket. But overall, LeBron and AD did their job. AD, again, 30-16, LeBron 27 and 15 Torrey Prince has been kind of a, a big piece for this Lakers team, but uh, Malik Buck always finds a way to get 20 off the bench somehow, and, again, he just kind of finds that that shooting spot, and he just he capitalizes. Sabonis does his job, but overall, I mean, as the Lakers, they're one to two now. They just gotta. I think Darwin Ham's gotta go sooner rather than later. It's it's last year they made obviously the, uh, the conference final, but Jokic and the Nuggets there was really nothing they could have done against them. But a team that again, fully healthy Lakers could be a top four team in the West, and I think again this Kings team's gonna probably have a similar run they did last year and compete, but. You, they could have won this game, but it's, again, I think uh, coaching is more of the reason why they lost this one. And, you know, you mentioned coaching. Tom, we'll go to you next. But Darvin Ham in his second year now under this team now, 
I will, I guess I'll cut him a little bit of slack. Yes, you've got some new players. Like, you got to bring in Christian Wood, kind of see how he fits because him and Rui pretty much play the same position. Um, when it comes down him, you could actually say him, AD, and Rui kind of all can at some they, point. They got a lot of bigs, but they, they got Even them. Jackson Hayes is coming off the bench, too. Yeah, so. they have a lot. They got bigger in size off the bench um, because – they had to do. They wanted to find an answer for Joker, but also they didn't want to make LeBron and Anthony Davis play all them long minutes as the season gets deeper. Yeah, that's true. that's a good point there. And, and it doesn't look good when you have them both playing. You got one 42. playing forty two and yeah. the other thirty nine. So yeah, it wasn't. Now I will say I do feel like Tom. One more time before we go to you, I do feel like AD probably should be. You know, when it comes down to it, if he can stay healthy, I feel like he should be the guy leading the team in minutes when. During a game, maybe an Austin Reeves type guy. LeBron obviously isn't at that point anymore. He's just he got thirty nine minutes, and which Austin is surprising. Reeves, which is he very was a surprising. liability last night. Reeves Austin, five points, yeah. one of twelve. That's something the else. We'll there was another about. liability who got thirty two minutes and gave Vincent, and he looking like a fraud. Yo, gave Vincent thirty two minutes. Like hold on, I got on, you. Come for on, that. Darvin. <laughs> Now, nah, like, like for, he like, can't be having thirty two minutes and two doing points. What he's doing. Yeah, two points. He hasn't scored. As far as I know, he has not. I know we what we three games into the season, four games. He has not three. He has not scored ten points. He's only scored single digits. I don't know why the Lakers signed him. Yeah, and I was it was in the offseason, not in the offseason. That was a big move for them. Last episode, I was like, "Hey, Gabe Vincent could be one of those guys that kind of went under the radar." But yeah, it's looking like Torian Prince is that (laughs) guy, and not Gabe Vincent. So it's interesting how that they they might need to make a move. They might make need to make a move with uh, with Gabe Vincent because it he is not looking good right now. How are you feeling about this uh, Kings Lakers game last night, Tom? Well, this is just typical Kings in the regular season. Our questions about Sacramento typically come up in the playoffs with obviously Sabonis, you know, that style of play, that Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert type style of play where I would say he's he's probably more similar play style wise to Nikola Jokic where you don't have the defense, but you have yeah. kind of an unorthodox center who's can facilitate like a guard, but he's not a great, you know, deep perimeter shooter but he's also not a big physical center so I think this is just typical De'Aaron Fox plays really well and the Kings outlast the Laker team that had as we mentioned Gabe Vincent Austin Reeves both struggled big time and the Kings just looked like the better team last night I wonder you know we touched on they sign or they bring in Christian Wood and obviously they have Rui Mm -hmm. and Jackson Hayes as well how much of that do you think is they're crossing their fingers about Anthony Davis, and they're worried that the injury is going to mm. come. When will it come? But at least we have reinforcements. How I much of it is that? that? I, I think it's hundred yeah, percent that. It probably. I didn't think of that, but that's a great bring up a great point. I think that's a hundred percent that is. It's always a question of when and when and where and how it how we will get hurt in terms of Anthony Davis of that injury. When like when is it going to happen? What type of injury is it going to be? And how long is it going to be? That's the question. That's why they got people. And listen, Anthony Davis has time to, I guess, and we started to figure it out. Since he, listen, he had a terrible home opener. I don't excuse it. You can't have that. Oh, yeah. you, you dropped 30, uh, not home opener, but uh, opening game. But you dropped 30 against Sacramento, who is going to be a, a competitor in the West. You're going to see that team again multiple times. I also believe that's a division rival, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe so. Yeah. Believe, Same okay. state as I think they Same are, yeah. Yeah, so... You're going to see them four more times. Excuse me, three, four, three more times. 
And you're going to see them in the playoffs, wherever season they're going to be. So this is a and this is a up and coming young team like Sabonis, Fox, Malik Monk. Like these boys ain't going nowhere. Uh, just checking. Yeah, so that's that Pacific Conference: Suns, Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, Kings. What a what a conference! What a division! That is, that is. Lakers play Orlando tonight. That's all. That's like Cal- that's mostly Anthony Cali. Davis doesn't play tonight. I think he should play tonight, but. Who After they play tonight? Warriors? Uh, Orlando. Orlando? Lakers, that, and one two, of them's going to sit. That is two and zero, right? Yeah. Bron or AD. One of them's going to sit. This is where it gets tricky because when do you start? And I know the NBA is about to start doing the uh, mm-hmm. end-season tournament, I think November 3rd. Yep. When do you start sitting your star players? Because and, and like, I think if you're going to sit them, sit them now because I think Adam Silver is not going to tolerate you sitting them during the end-season term when you're trying to promote something new to get people to watch the regular season early and early in the fall. Usually people don't start watching until after the Super Bowl. Yeah. And if you're yeah. Darvin Ham and, and pretty much any coach in the NBA, like what is your take on that situation? You know, If Adam Silver is coming to you or coming to the team and saying, don't rest your guys for these big games because we're trying to sell this product, you know, Darvin Ham's trying to win games and – Resting AD or resting LeBron for or, that individual night, that might be yeah. I'm, what's I'm, best for a team. I'm curious to see how Adam Silver is going to react. To, how coach actually coach is going to react to Adam Silver because this isn't Donald Stern. This isn't uh, David Stern. Excuse me, I'm say Donald Stern. This isn't David Stern because David Stern like had beef with Popovich with the whole resting the players thing. Adam Silver hasn't really gone through that gist of yet. He dealt with players being rusted, but he hasn't really had a confrontation with a coach as of it. Like, yo, don't rush your players. I need to promote this this product, and your and these players are part of the product. So now with the end season tournament, Anthony Davis might be we we could possibly see Anthony Davis be sitting. LeBron James. Or there was already talks that Joel Embiid might be sitting soon because he's been playing a lot of minutes in these last early three games. Yeah. Like it's already starting to you're already starting to hear trinkles and rumors of players being sitting. If you're Adam Silver, you're like, yo, y'all cannot sit now. Not when I gotta promote this product. Now, probably the Lakers can well, they can use the excuse, look, Bron's forty years old. He played 30, I think that's not thirty nine minutes. I disagree because I think they want Bron in this tournament. Well, the biggest piece seller is just Braun. for just for this game that they have tonight against. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, back. yeah, yeah. I agree that I think but, you had to. You could. I think the start. It's time to start sitting players now. Your star players is now because November third. I don't think it's gonna be any toleration oh, yeah. for sitting until yeah. that end season tournament is over. You make a good point there, Josh, because you know that is something that the NBA is trying to get their arms around this season when it comes down to it. Adam Sandler's been on multiple TV. Shows. Actually, believe it or not. Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but the guy that's coming in for pizza with the pros, Adam Silver, was actually just on. His, yeah, his, he was Adam Silver was on his show last week. I think it was. I just happened to turn the TV. The uh, WFAN fanatic dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's got a show on Fox Sports One. Um, but that is that Lakers game. Lakers once again play tonight. We'll give you all tonight's picks as well, and most likely wouldn't be surprised if you know either AD or Bron sits. One of them definitely will. I'd say. Probably leaning a little bit more towards Bron sitting. We'll go around the room real quick just to make sure you're feeling Bron or AD sitting tonight. I think it would be LeBron. LeBron. Josh, how about you? Uh, Anybody LeBron. sitting tonight? Bron, I, yeah. I think it would be I think it would be Bron as well. Yeah, it probably will. I wouldn't be surprised if it is him. All right, moving on to this next game that happened yesterday. The Atlanta Hawks finally got their first win of the season, taking on the Bucks. That game was also in Milwaukee. Bucks fans. They lost 127 to 110. Bucks fans will try to use the excuse, oh, we didn't have uh, Chris Middleton. You know, uh, Chris Middleton, I guess, would have made up 
for everything else that was going on. But, you know, they had a very big stinker from their new point guard when it comes down to it. I'll let Hill go off for to start off with this one. Oh, uh, you've been saving this. <laughs> he yeah, sent a message uh, last night. And at the moment, was cooking. I, I wasn't watching the game when you had sent the message, so I was like, is he trolling right now? Or is he I, actually nah, being nah, for real at the I, moment? I was and then I looked, and was, I saw it was bad. One hundred percent troll. No, just a, I <laughs> yeah. mean, we can dissect this game. It was just an awful game. Great teams have these. Giannis still had a double double with twenty six and eleven. You know, you take a look. Kind of an interesting game because Milwaukee forty five percent from the field as a team and thirty six point four from downtown. But you take a look at this Atlanta team. They're very inconsistent. We kind of know they're probably hovering around a 6-7 kind of a play-in type team. But sometimes Trey Young and DeJounte Murray don't shoot, you know, a combined 5 of 23 from the field. And they look yeah. pretty productive. And Okungwu and Capella look good. So. I'm about to say, Clint Capella got 12. So Giannis looked good. And it was just a poor shooting night for Dame. But uh, it was pretty funny to watch him. Not gonna lie. Is that a testament of that they're still trying to figure it out? Probably. Probably. I would assume, you know, the pick and roll. I do think Dame, we're gonna see some games from him coming up where he's just gonna, you know, score fifteen points in what, three minutes. You know, he has yeah. that type of capability to just light it up from pretty much anywhere. I just think this is you chalk this up if you're Milwaukee, it's just a poor shooting night for Lillard and they're definitely gonna be fine. I still think they're the Team to beat in the East. Now, Locke, before I go to you, I feel like this is more of a I, – I look at it a little bit differently than Tom looks at it. I kind of look at it as a depth type thing because you didn't have Chris Middleton, so then you plug in, you know, Jay Crowder for his spot pretty much. Mm. And then, you know, when it comes down to it, this team did lose a good amount when they made that trade, you know, lost – a solid bench piece in Grayson Allen who's getting starting minutes actually I think he may be starting tonight as well for the sun we'll talk about that later but Grayson Allen he leaves you lose Drew obviously as well is this kind of something like a you know a depth issue yet for the Bucks, or is it like Tom said more of a you know they had a bad game it happens for these good teams I mean, yeah they, obviously they pulled out a, a good one against the Sixers opening night but besides that I mean it was a game where the Hawks had eight uh, scores double figures uh Hunter, Johnson, Capella, Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, Kongwu, Zeke Bay, and then Bogdanovich. And Trey Young has also not had a great three games to say the least. I mean, probably bottom half, I think he's shooting 27% from the field, 25% from three. He's been atrocious. He, uh, he did have 20 points, but obviously when you chuck a lot of shots, you're going to get, get 20, 20 points. Same with a guy like in Houston with Jalen Green. He's still doing kind of the same thing he did last year. But uh, staying here, yeah, the Bucks. I mean, again, they – Losing a lot of pieces, uh, it's it's hard, but obviously with David Lillard, if he doesn't play like that last night, most likely they would have won this game. They lost by 17, obviously, but overall the team, again, you have some pieces from last year. It's just Jim Crowder's not going to give you more than 5, 10 points, and he gave mm -hmm. you two last night. Week Beasley actually had a good game, 18 points. Connington had five. Malik used to be able pause. He used to be able to stroke that thing, but then when he yo, got traded, yo, yo, go, go. when he got traded from wherever he went yo. after Minnesota, I, see, like I'm not letting that slide. Utah. 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 See, if I had to, yeah, that's where it was. if I had the sound effect, I would have played. I would have hit that jaw. Like yo, he used to stroke that well, thing. It's crazy. I gave you the warning beforehand, but uh, that's that's just a part of my vocabulary when it comes to basketball at this point. It's um, better than what I used to. I, I'll tell you, love. It's better than what I said on uh, on Ed Schomer podcast and one about the oh, James man. Harden trade. I'll tell you later, but um 
But Strokes yeah, when he went to Utah, point shot too. Yeah. Look out, Scottie Pippen Jr. <laughs> <laughs> when he went to Utah, uh, it seemed like Bro just forgot how to shoot the basketball. But he was a pretty solid scorer in uh, Minnesota, and then I forget where he was even before that. But he's a pretty solid scorer. Kind of went back a little bit last year. But if he's a guy that can, he doesn't have to give you eighteen every night off the bench. If he can give you twelve, yeah, you're, you're sitting pretty good with him though. Yeah, I mean, because again, like last year when the Lakers kind of he he had a good. Three oh. to five game stretch. Yeah, he Lakers, was in Denver, yeah. Minnesota, Utah, yeah. and the Lakers. Yeah, because after that like little March stretch he had, it was oh, yeah. who was Bleak Beasley, and then it, <laughs> and then the Lakers kept kind of trying to go to him, go to him. They couldn't, and again without Middleton playing, if Middleton plays, and the game is up to uh, full standard. This game shouldn't even have been close. So Hawks are at the bottom, right? I think they're thirteenth in the East. I'm gonna I'm gonna pose a question. We talked about uh, Middleton, Chris Middleton being out. He's had and he has an injury history. Mm-hmm. He was out last year for a lot of games. How much is how much of his, an important piece is this, as Chris is Chris Middleton is to this team? Huge. Yeah. I mean, he was your <laughs> because it's like yeah. you got to because I'm he thinking was the like closer right, before Dame got there. That's what I'm saying because I'm thinking okay now you got Dame and Giannis. You got three piece. You got and now you add Middleton. That's three. That's a big three. Somebody's gonna have to sacrifice. Milton is most likely going to be the one to sacrifice, but he's also out. Yeah. So and it's like now and shot. now the and now the team feels like it's out of it's out of flux without Middleton. Well, Ooh. I'll say is, you know, they'll just they just have to choose. This is a very easy option too. They just have to choose between Chris Middleton and Jay Crowder. <laughs> and Chris Middleton's the better option there when it comes yeah. down to it, because Jay Crowder's not what yeah, he yeah, Jay Crowder is not, not twenty seventeen anymore. Yeah, no, nah, Jay Crowder so. is not it no more. But uh, I mean, they need Dame to stay healthy, and I know that's the most obvious statement yeah. Yeah. on the planet. Because outside of him, Middleton, where else are you going to get consistent, you know, three point shots? I was not I was, from Giannis. I was about to say maybe yeah. Dame. I'm no. about to say I mean, I'm trying to look at their bench. I gotta think now, really. Actually, I was trying to look at no. their bench. You're not maybe. getting him from Bobby Portis. You haven't. Got is it not from too Connaughton. consistent. Yeah, yeah. Bobby isn't consistent. I don't think you're going to get it from like you said, campaign uh, maybe here and there. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> here and there, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Oh, he had a shot the other night, not yesterday, but I mean, like he put up a three. Yeah, I missed everything. Like it just straight off the backboard. I, I think I, they're <laughs> going to have to make another trade and and later in the season for another uh, asset. They're going to have to make another trade because I, I, this team isn't complete yet to me. I, I feel that because if you I take if you if you put them up in a, against Boston, did Lopez say, play last night? I did not think Boston yeah, was going to look this good early. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did play. Twenty Rob, minutes. Both Lopez brothers played. Robin and and Brooke. I forgot uh, Robin was there. Me yeah. too. I I to make sure like I had to check that was actually Robin Lopez. But if you put them up against Boston, right? Like let's say right now in a seven game series, who would you favor taking Boston? Uh, I, I was it's all Boston. over Milwaukee. Pause before the season started. <laughs> going, name the episode. Pause. And, <laughs> You know what? I did not think the Celtics would look this good. They are so deep. Yeah. Poor Zingas, Yo, that Derek White and Drew Holiday. And I can't stand Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. He was lining it up Tatum. against the Knicks. He was. And uh, I would take the Celtics. And I would honestly take the Celtics pretty easily right now. Uh, oh. Rum sweep right here? Celtics? I think it's Celtics yeah. as well. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. right. the biggest thing I think with the Bucks is you take out Drew Holiday, who's a top three defender at, at the guard position. You put in David Lillard, who is not known for defensive side of the ball. Obviously, we know what he can do on the offensive side of the ball when he's hot, but that's going to be the biggest thing. We saw what happened in that, obviously, that 2021 finals when Booker kind of was trying to really kind of take it into his own. Game five, they get to steal, they throw Deionis. They, they really turned that series around. And if Drew Holiday, let's say that's David that series. 
Does Dave get the steal? Mm. I, you don't. You probably don't. And now it's going to be a spot where, again, they're going to try to get this chemistry to go. And when they had a solid chemistry with Drew for a couple of seasons, you had Chris Middleton healthy at that point. Now he's kind of bagged up, getting into his early 30s. It's it's a tough spot for the Bucks, And the Celtics have been together. Obviously, besides Porzingis, you've had the similar squad here back to back to back. They're just one step away. They lose to the Warriors in the 2022 Finals. Last year, they shouldn't have lost to the, the Heat, obviously. But, again, they, they almost came back with a 3-0 deficit. They're just one game or two games away from really walking away with an NBA title. This this might be their year. And going back to 2018, and I know we're going way back here, but mm-hmm. it was Blazers-Pelicans. Drew was a Pelican and Dame was a Blazer in that first-round series where the Pelicans upset oh, them. They swept them, Drew, They did sweep them. Drew s- shut down Dame. I think no, I, I was like when I was like Rondo's Pelicans yeah. Davis. They were just Rondo playoff. Rondo was real, but when da- he got in that one, it's just it was a right. They couldn't stop Anthony Davis. And I, I don't know that if Anthony that's going to happen again, but that is something to kind of think about. That was the Anthony Davis that would at least take three threes a game. Now he's yeah. like one if, and that'll be if the shot clock's running down. <laughs> but so, All like, right. question is like, who do they go out for get for Jamal? How, before we move on to the next seven, how who do they go out to get to get because they need a defensive play and a defensive player at the moment? I'd uh, well. Here's the defensive player I think needs to be moved from the team he's on right now because he is a defensive player. He was drafted kind of high, I would say. He has not reeled out to what he needs to be, and that is freaking Pat Williams in Chicago. Mm. I mean, I don't know what his issue has been the past couple seasons, but, I mean. It's Chicago. I can't blame him. All he He's literally just a defensive player, and that was not why the Bulls uh, drafted him either, but, like, Literally, you can't ask him to get you more than eight points. And I'm I'm realizing I'm not even really watching those games. I'm just at the end of the day looking at the stat score, seeing what he's doing. You know, the amount of minutes he's playing. He he's a guy that I would not be surprised if he is not on that team by you know by the time we get to January. I would not be surprised if he's no longer a bull because I have some issues with it. Maybe personal beef, but I don't know. we'll we'll see. But you could get them relatively cheap if you're Milwaukee. Exactly. I feel like there are some players that you could get cheap. Um, yeah, they can take James Harden off their hands if they want. I don't know if you want James <laughs> Harden. Actually, actually, yeah, actually, yeah, actually, never mind. Yeah, I don't know if I would want him. I mean, in Milwaukee. Though. What do you think the asking price is for Caruso? Alex Caruso. I oh. had him in my thought in my head too. I'd had him in my head for a while that you could get Alex Caruso if you're a team that need another player. Especially a defensive one. Yeah. That's a, I don't know what they would. I don't know what he well, would. The, the, well, because really. Chicago has a lot of players that could be on the market. They do. Honestly, there's Zach Levine too. Lonzo's not coming back anytime soon. Which I'm so sad about. He, yeah. That's You want to talk about a defensive player? Lonzo will be the one. But Zach Levine, Alex Caruso, uh, it's like so many. Like that's a. That, I'm, if I'm a team, I'm looking at the Washington. I'm not watching. I'm looking at Chicago. And at like yo, seeing like yo, what do y'all want? And you know, going back before, well, well, Free actually, Levine. we had a, a Rockets part in this segment. We'll actually skip that. So next, we'll just go to Joel and Bead and finish up segment one. But, but to wrap it up, did you guys see uh, Zach Levine had fifty? And, <laughs> you want to be exact? Yeah. And the team had ninety nine. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and they lost that game. Exactly. Free. That's why I said free Zach Levine. Like I thought. You know, Billy Donovan, when it came, I thought he was going to be that guy. Um, now, I don't know. He's only- I, I can't blame him or anything like that. Maybe it really is the team he has because you've got that starting lineup. Actually, I don't even really know who they're – is Kobe White running the point guard duties right now in the starting position? Uh, I'm about to Google. I'm about to see right now because I got the team look on my screen. 
because I feel like Kobe might get the most minutes in that piston game. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Oh my gosh, he played 28 minutes, had zero points, two rebounds, one assist. What was he on shooting wise? How much of the Bulls do you think is, and we touch on it with Sabonis and how. Oh, they got DeMar Rose. Yo, free these people, dog. How much of it do you think is Vucevic and his defensive play? Mm. I mean, how. How. How important is it for a team to have a center who can get you assist, but at the expense of an interior presence? Yeah, and how tall? I think he's going on about six eleven ish. I'm pretty sure he's not. You know, he's not the biggest. And you also, they just reported. Defense. Well, uh, who? Uh, yesterday, Randolph just reported, but Zach Levine is now day to day with a back injury. <laughs> He's been carrying the squad, man. <laughs> Quite literally, bro. <laughs> carrying that team. I mean, DeMar, he, he's been fine so far this season. But other than that, I mean, dude, I, I don't know. Really the use of this one is is interesting because right now he's av- he's got he's averaging like eight rebounds and two assists. So, I mean, it's the, the, it's brutal. The, yeah, the downside about that is he just had Jalen Duran score 23 on him down low. And Jalen Duran is an up and rising guy in this league. Who, and you can't have that happen. Yeah, you're not. Exactly. Nobody's stopping Jalen Duran for probably the next 15 years. Jalen Duran is going to be a special player which for Detroit. Is, once again, by the way, a, a cheat code on 2K22, I think it was. Yeah, 22. A cheat code, Jalen Duran, by the way. Um, but he's another guy. He's not that big. He had 15 boards yesterday. Uh, he's not. I think he's. What? He's under 6'10", I want to say. Jalen Maybe 6'10", max. He's 6'10", exactly. I was about to say, because he's, he's not a big dude when it comes to that center position, but he plays it like a man. Quite surprisingly, the, now this will really wrap up, you know, second one before we go to Joel and B talk, but I'm surprised um, the lineup so far for the Pistons has been working with Isaiah Stewart and Jalen Duran in the line because <laughs> they're scoring and, you know, they're being competitive in these games. So. And it doesn't they're look too- like a massive spacing I, issue. I, yeah, not only that. Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart was in the corner putting some shots up. Let's, Short not let, not really only that, around. let's give credit to the coach. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Phoenix, Monty Williams. Monty, thank yeah, you. had Monty, a brain fart. Yeah. Monty, yo, he, I, didn't, I didn't expect how well he was going to do with Detroit, but Detroit has looked very good. I mean, Kay Cunningham has looked amazing. Jalen Duran yeah. has looked great. I mean, Killian Hayes. I mean, like, you got – this Detroit could make some noise right now. You know what they kind of look like? And this is going to sound very obvious. They look like the Phoenix Suns before the Phoenix Suns were the Suns. Yeah. Before they became, like, with, with early dominant alpha yeah, exactly, big dog. Exactly. They look like – an up and coming team like Bubble with Kate Sons, or we talk about Bubble Sons, or maybe right after Bubble Sons, and before they got right before knew, they got Chris like Paul in a year or maybe two that this team wasn't going to be a mess. Like when they had like when I think when they got to the finals when they got Chris Paul that that pushed them over the edge. But like even like you saw you saw flashes of Devin Booker and uh, DeAndre Ayton. Like oh this they got something cooking down there. And even with Jaden Ivey, Cade still is getting his shots up. Yeah, he's facilitating. He's, he's a really good player. He looks motivated. 100%. Which is he looks that's motivated. A big thing for him too. He looks motivated. He looks very <laughs> anti James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> we might just segue into that if you want. Um, yeah, quite literally, uh, Joel Embiid, James Harden, Joel yesterday. By the way, against uh, the Sun for against the Trailblazers. Excuse me. First of all, having the Sixers home opener on a Sunday at the time it was absolutely horrible. With the Eagles uh, playing, I, I, too? Don't, I don't know who. <laughs> Luckily, the Eagles game was over at that point, but even still. An NBA home opener on a Sunday? Come on, guys. We, we can do better for the sport. Stream East is running overtime. <laughs> we know what Sundays are for until fit the third week of... Is it third or second now? I think it's the second week of February. Yeah, second week of February. We know what yeah. Sundays are for. Um, but Embiid yesterday, 
uh, he was out. He had a smooth game. He out there. He was out there looking healthy. I'll mm-hmm. say he was mm-hmm. out there moving a lot quicker than I'll say uh, against the Bucks games. Uh, excuse me, against the uh, Bucks in that game. I will say I don't know if you guys realized during that Bucks Sixers game. Uh, especially late in the fourth quarter, there was a couple times where like Embiid didn't get his way on offense, and he didn't run back down the court. And Jay Crowder made a three, and there was another instance where he didn't run back down the court, and somebody else made a three. Um, but there was none of that last night. Uh, now, yes, it's an inferior team, the Trailblazers. But I'll start with you, Josh. He puts up freaking thirty-five. You know, again, another. Great 35, 15, 7, and 6. I'll exactly. be, I was very impressed. Even when I saw the 15, I was like, oh, all right, Embiid. You know, let's, I, let's stay there. Let, too. And I'm going to keep it a buck. Yeah. I think this was a message. Also, shout out Tobias Harris, oh, Max, yeah. they all melt. And they all like the entire Sixers starting lineup outside of PJ Tucker. Well, he's mainly there for the defensive present, but played very well. And I think this was a message sent to a certain man that was wearing a neon green hoodie on the bench in James Harden. He was in the building. Now, I don't know what the fans said or booed him or whatever, but should he, have. He probably, they should have. But he was in the building. I think this was a message saying, yo, you can either get with the program and help us win now and then take you, take you behind out of here when you win, lose, or draw, or you can just stay on the bench and we still going to do our jobs. Locke, I'll go to you. The, Philly itself is in a tough place because it seems like you've got the Sixers players who, you know, are you know friends with Harden? You want to see him back on the court and stuff. But then you've got the fans who, yeah, even me, I don't know about you. You can voice that opinion. Even me, I, I would really like to not see James Harden in a Sixers uniform again. You know, if possible. But the kind of you know now ownership for the Sixers has to pick that divide. All right, do we do kind of what the fans want here, or do what what's right for the team? Kind of take me through that type of process and throw in any other opinions you have as well. Yeah, I mean, for, for James Harden being a sixer, it's at this point, the first through the first three games, Maxi has shined. And we're seeing now, obviously, Maxi has to kind of take that role out, and he's looked good through it. If he can hold it out through the entire season, the reality is that James Harden most likely will probably play a couple games with us, mm-hmm. unless, something, unless something happens in the locker room or something like that, and they somehow get a trade-off. But if not, he's most likely going to stay there and – Again, because he opted in, he has to play with us this year if he sticks there. But overall wise, it's I think as a Sixers fan, I I last year if he plays like game one and game four against the Celtics every single night, then I would want him back on my roster. I would want him back on the team. But okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. James Harden is a trading asset. I also I I meant I should have said this too. What if I'm gonna throw a hypothetical out here because we've uh-huh. we might as well get into the rumors that we've been hearing. Is that what if Embiid is putting up these numbers to increase his draft stock or trade stock? Trade stock. Thank you. Excuse That's me. Um, trade stock. Well, I the realistic thing is I don't think if let's say Harden gets traded for something. Obviously, the one we're going to talk about is about if the Knicks. He can, if, he can, if you can trade him. Well, wait a minute. But what do you guys... Are you a Sixers fan? I'm a Knicks fan. He's so a Sixers fan. A Sixers yeah. fan. Yeah. What do you guys think the ultimate ceiling is for the Sixers team without James Harden? This season? just have Joel Embiid and Maxi. It's this a first-round I mean, exit. For me, because I'm realistic... The, put some respect on our name, dog. It's a first-round <laughs> exit. Put some respect on our it's name. It's a first-round exit. Because... Name me what, a team that y'all can what beat. What I've seen the, the past... 
six years. <laughs> so what I've seen the past six years, we haven't gotten past the second round. So I would it's a say first round exit. So then wouldn't round. you say if your ceiling, your ultimate ceiling with no James Harden is a second round exit? That's if they get lucky. If you get lucky, according to Josh. I think y'all are pushing it. <laughs> then you got to get, get rid of everybody. So is it playing then? Is it playing? I mean, the Sixers are going to be a top five team in the East here. Right. So you're still eight, so okay. So I'm right. It's a first round exit then. But do you just a lot of people ask because the Knicks? Do you no. see I would say the Knicks are worse than us. The same team <laughs> every year. Uh, do you think the Knicks are better <laughs> than us right now? Yes. Do you think this? How? I think the Sixers I think the Knicks. Are the same I think if we. I think if we meet each other in the playoffs. Then I would take the Knicks, and that's not being bad. I think the Knicks can knock off the Sixers in a seven game series. Well, it'd be did funny you guys say last year too? Assets on the Knicks are going to be Sixers soon when Embiid. <laughs> I, I'm about to say. I'm Square about Garden. to say they got eleven. I mean, they got like eleven picks. So. <laughs> At least four to five of those picks is going to either be Joel Embiid <laughs> or Carl Anthony Towns. So we got to pick one here. Oh, you can go. Go get Cat. Go ahead. Go get him. If yeah, we go get, get that defensive liability. Yeah. I don't let, want Cat. Let me let go get him, and I can't wait until Embiid has him in the playoffs. Oh Lord. Oh, oh yeah. Jeez. That's the. I, I'd rather take Embiid because if you, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Go. If I'm the Sixers, I think you have to look at the. You have to look at what you got right now. You can't trade Harden for anything. Because he's becoming tradable at this point. It's actually getting to the point where, like, we may not get players in return. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even know. Get, you like, might be getting a four. We just be getting second round. Second round. Second, at, at the it highest will be, will be more as than a, one. But at the highest might be a second round. If we're, yeah. And that's even pushing it. Because he trade. Clippers are done. Yeah, they they backed out. Much. So I don't know who's who else is left outside of probably Miami. Is there any? Hypothetical world we live in, in which James Harden will suit up for the Sixers and play. I, this year. I think it's or over. Or is he completely? Nah, I think uh, let, sad, that's off the table. Sadly, I think it's over. Sadly, I do think there'll be some moments this year where he is on the court. Oh, he's going to be on the Sixers. Oh yeah, for the Sixers. So then, if he's on the court for the Sixers and you really can't get that many assets back, then why don't you just run it with Harden and Embiid and so see actually, how far they can actually, I'm actually, and I know that kind of reverses everything. I hang I on, there is some said. reverse psychology here that you can do if you can get James on the court and Big James hit. looks good. You can fix the draft. What's your definition of good? He, I keep saying draft. Excuse me. He can fix the trade value, and by good, he's got an average twenty-one and a half with eight and a half assists. Oh, so I was days, about to. I maybe I'm about to say fifteen. Yeah, I was going to say fifteen. 15 yeah, fifteen and eight. Yeah, fifteen. If you get actually, fifteen, wasn't 15 he 15 over twenty really, game last year? He was over twenty. I think he, I think he was, was over like twenty or 20. twenty-one. But then when you get oh, to, so uh, then yeah, when you get to the playoff, that's what he did. But if you could get to fifteen, that might tempt teams like the Clippers and Miami to actually pull the trigger on him. That's a good point. Because yeah, right now you can't. Yeah. No right now team, you have no leverage. Yeah, exactly. Because like he don't want to play for you. Y'all don't want to play. Y'all don't want to bring him in because you he do, he's not answering calls or whatever. So it's like yo, we we're stuck with this with this. It's like we gotta give him away now for a box of cookies that are not even name brand cookies. And there, there's no point in doing that. So try to convince him to play is even harder. Hard and even though that is tough, I don't know though because if he doesn't play, you may as well just punt trade and bead. For some players, exactly. You can't just trade them for assets, though. I'll stand. You know, you got. I know. I, I mean, you, uh, you can't just trade them for picks. See, I, I the, think you got to trade them for picks and players because you got to go into a rebuild. Which is why I said that for the Knicks, you got to take the Knicks deal because the Knicks were offering RJ yes. Barrett with you and give Andrew Julius Randall possibly. You have to take that See, deal. Sadly, though, there's a guy who has something to say about us named Tyrese Maxey who has been playing when James Harden is not on the court. He's been playing great, great uh, basketball. Um, we're at the moment of. Uh, Six, six highest score in the league, league right yes. now, Tyrese. Just Second in the East, at, only by Cap Thomas. That's one thing. 
Which is crazy. Girl. Shout out um, to Thomas. And then you've also got the situation where freaking uh, the whole thing for me is just. I feel like Tyrese is getting a little disrespected. Can I just throw this out when here? When it comes to his play with James Harden. Can I just throw this out here? Mm-hmm. Tyrese Maxey is really the player that you guys are pumping him up to be. Talk about it. Do you really think that R.J. Barrett would get in the way of greatness like that if greatness is what Tyrese Maxey is? Talk about it. See, Let's just be honest when with we, ourselves. When we do talk about that. He could chuck up his 12 shots a game, 15 shots a game. Great players. Play through anything, when and we, they score through anything. When we do talk about that uh, trade segment in segment two, um, I'll have word. I would. Uh, I'll say this right now, even before we get there, and we'll head to break right after this. Uh, I would much rather have uh, R.J. Barrett than like a Julius Randle. But I, we'll talk about I, that later. I, though. I, I said Let's that. Talk about that. All right, we're going to head to a break real quick. Segment one wrapped up. Segment two, we're going to take a look at some rookies play, uh, second year players as well. That six uh, Sixers Knicks trade rumor that we're going that excuse me, yeah, trade rumor that was going on that allegedly got sent out by the Knicks. We'll talk about that as well, and then take a look at the conference standings. Right now, you're tuned into the N One Podcast episode two here on October thirtieth. Sorry about that technical difficulties, but. We'll go ahead and get back to things. We were just wrapping up our talk on Victor Wembanyama. Anyway, moving on to our last guy we want to talk about, you know, coming out for rookies here, uh, Scoot Henderson. The brother has not been playing very well. Woo, talk about it. off the season. Um, now, I'm not going to lie. He was big in, on Scoot. In, in a sportsbook app, I have a bet <laughs> <laughs> for Scoot Henderson <laughs> to be rookie of the year in a sportsbook. Um I was feeling really good about him. You know, before the season started, I was like, Victor, if anything, he's, the hype's not going to be able to, the hype's going to do a little bit to him. But Scoot, you know, he hasn't had too much attention. He's got a pretty bad team there in Portland as well. Have you seen DeAndre Ayton lately? I have, yeah. I was watching some of the, the last Jeez. Blazers game. They, He's been different. Um, but Scoot Henderson, uh, some, he's got to do something. Now, I, he was a guy... Before the draft, uh, I did have to ask questions about him. Like, I didn't know if he was a three-point shooter or those types of things. I didn't know if he was a passer either at all. But, uh, Hill, I'll start with you. Scoot's got to do something here. I don't know if it – now, he also has been kind of a part of the – I guess I'll call it the foul bug. Um, He also has to get adjusted to, you know, what these NBA fouls are because he's had a couple games where he's gotten into foul trouble early in the games as well. Um, But – so, uh, something's happening with Scoot here. I'm not sure exactly what it is. He just looks inefficient, and it just looks like the game is too quick for him right now. We so- see that, or we say that a lot with quarterbacks in the NFL, and obviously the point guard position. It's really tough for these guys to get acclimated, unless you're just you know a shot chucker that we were talking about last segment. But five of eleven in game one, three of twelve, two of seven, and you know we discussed Victor's taking too many threes. Scoot. I mean, he's one for 12 in his first three games. He's not scoring a lot. He's not shooting a lot. He doesn't really look comfortable yet. Obviously, it's only three games into his career, and he's only 19 years old. Mm -hmm. But he's going to have to pick it up soon because they drafted him third overall, and, you know, Brandon Miller went after him, which was the unpopular take. Everyone was high on Scoot, and... He's gonna turn. He's gonna have to turn it around. He's gonna get his minutes. He's playing decent minutes. 
He's averaging 29 minutes, so he's getting by like 29, 30 minutes. So seven points is not going to cut it. He's shooting 33% from the field. That ain't good. That's really good. 8% from the three. Good <laughs> gosh. Might I didn't to, know it was that bad. You might have to get your money out of the sports book before it's too late. <laughs> I may have to. He's, he's averaging uh, two. Like, this is not a good start for him. But we've seen, I mean, Darius Garland was voted Worst player in the league. A few and he turns it around. Now he, he, he turns it around. So I'm not. Level. But again, like he's kind of like looked at. They drafted him to be kind of like the heir apparent to Dame Lillard. When the situation with Dame, we all knew it was kind of over with Portland. That it was time to move on. I I'm not gonna put all the blame on school. I'm gonna also gonna look at DeAndre Aiden on this because mm. if you want to be the franchise dude, the star player, dominate. You gotta you gotta dominate and can't be looking like the way you've been looking. For uh, he looked up to he actually looked better in his last days as a son than he looks now. I would say you say so. You say he looked better the son, during his last days as a son than now. Yeah, I agree with that because I don't know what's up, bro. But he got to get it together. He does not look like a first overall pick. Yeah, I mean for for Scoot, again he was coming in. He's a six three slash first guard, and it, it's hard kind of to adjust to that shot. Not saying that uh, Jabaret had a similar start, but. At first, it was attack the basket, John Morant, and then yeah. he found a jump shot later. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the same thing with Scoot. Obviously, rough first couple of games. I think again, it's it's a guard heavy team. Right, Shaden Sharp has looked phenomenal for that for that squad. Obviously, they haven't been looking too good in the win department, but Shaden Sharp's been good. Uh, Brogdon's been solid now off that trade. Brogdon has been solid. Yeah, uh, he's been the he's been the, now the six steal weeks, for them. So, so it, it, it it's again you gotta you just gotta kind of relax and just. Not overreact to the first three games. It's a lot of guys, again, rookies that come in, either play super hot off the jump. I think like a Tyreek Evans did really well his rookie year. <sighs> oh, man. Nothing Tyreke happened after. Evans. So if you have Carter one bad Williams. year. Yeah, if you MC have. Oh, crap. We're going yeah. back. Yeah, if you have one bad if you have one bad stretch of games, let's say the first 10 games he's he plays like the worst rookie, but the last 72 are yeah. top three, top four of the rookie of the year, then we're going to know what we're talking about. But. I, I it's again it's a small sample size. Is he gonna be up there if you really look at the lineup? Because if you look at the Portland, they got Shaden Sharp, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Af- Af- Afrini Simmons, Jeremy Grant. Like, is he really gonna be up there? I think I think he will be because there's not too many guys on the team that have the ability to score. Really, you know, Scoot. I'm hoping. I don't know if he is really a score scorer, but Jeremy Grant. I would say is their number one option at this point yeah. when it comes down to it. Which Especially with Simons being hurt now. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, shoot. I forgot Simons got and hurt. I, yeah. I think he's out at least a month, something like Six that. Six weeks. Okay, yeah. So, And that's uh, – that Pel- not, excuse me, not the Pelicans. That uh, Portland Trailblazers team. Yeah, Simons out for uh, it's torn UCL. It's going to be some dark UCL, times for them. UCL, she's. Oh, torn UCL. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he'll be out a little bit more than a month. But uh, Portland Trailblazers uh, – they may have some dark a dark future ahead of them. These <laughs> dark next, days ahead. Dark these days next ahead. couple seasons, it may be very down out there in Portland, which I kind of feel bad for the fans because there's know, nothing else to do. Exactly. <laughs> they are so passionate when they go to the games, always wait, a sellout. Wait, okay, but, okay, I'm going to say this. Is it time for somebody to move away from, it's time to get that team away from Portland? Mm. I mean, who's a potential Is suitor? there a team? Now, because how many Seattle? teams don't have a team? So you got Seattle. Correct me if Vegas don't got a team either, right? They do not. And it's only a matter of time. I'm yeah, trying to think of other good team. NBA markets. I think Pittsburgh, no, not really. Pittsburgh no. is Cincinnati. Pittsburgh will always be a football town. Cincinnati will be a football town. I can see Seattle because of the history of the Supersonics. I think Vegas, though, might be the target destination, though. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd put some good money down with 
what is it, 2023? San Diego, maybe? By 2028, there will be a professional basketball team playing in the NBA that's based out of Las Vegas. I'll I'll put... By 2028, I'll say. That. I think you need one because I think when you look at the Vegas, the Vegas market, obviously you got the Raiders and you got the Aces. The Aces have already won two NBA, uh, WNBA and championships. You have Golden Knights for hockey. Golden Knights. Yeah. They're pretty solid, or at least there's been talks the that, that Vegas they may get baseball. Too? They won a championship years ago. Yeah. Baseball, too, you said? Uh, Vegas may oh, get yeah. baseball. I the mean, A's, there's yeah. been, yeah. They're still getting that stuff figured out as well. All right, moving on to the next part in segment two. We're going to go ahead and take a look at some of the Eastern Conference standings. Yeah, some teams only play two games. Some teams only play three, but some of these teams are undefeated. So we're going to go ahead and uh, take a look at some of the guys who are towards the top of this list that we know for sure definitely won't be on the top of the list when the time comes. We'll start with the West. Um, Not going to lie, though. (laughs) The West top. 10 teams really accurate could really be could really end the season this way right now actually actually hang on it'd be funny if new orleans finished as the two though i think new orleans is going to make it they might be top four especially if zion Zion plays dallas i think is going to fall i don't Mm. trust their defense because they don't have no defense i also think minnesota is going to fall Especially yeah, after that weird Minnesota. picture. Did y'all see their timeline? Did you see they, they posted something earlier? I didn't know. Not early, but like a couple of days ago, a wolf like just looked like it was eating somebody. It didn't look good. <laughs> it was some CGI 3D looking wolf that that was, it was very weird. Let me see. I, I'm about to show y'all they that They also later. have a clunky configuration with cat and go bear. That's and, just, and it's all over the place. That just does not work. And I think one of, I think obviously cat might be moved as the season progresses. Oh, we'll yeah. see. We'll see though. At this point, I'd say it's only a matter of time. There's no way he finishes this season as a member of the Minnesota. I don't think he does either. I think in Madison Square Garden as a Nick. That's what I was thinking too. I also, but ahead. then, then you got Memphis. Ja comes back in roughly December, which we can, we can talk about right now. Um, I think we, they're we going to go about up this a little bit last week, yeah. Though, but I want to bring in Tom and uh, Locke on this too. Uh, uh, Memphis has got an issue. Um, no Stephen Adams. Mm. Obviously, you didn't have him even after January last year either. But still, no Stephen Adams. Uh, no Brandon Clark, um, and then no Ja, and then. Desmond Bain isn't consistent. Uh, even somebody who's not even close or far further away than consistent than Desmond Bain is Jaron Jackson Jr. I only know that because fantasy. Uh, that's a different story, though. Um, but the Grizzlies may be in some trouble here because they're if they, three. Exactly. If they drop too far, they may not just have enough time to get back into. They may have to be fighting for a playing spot if they can't find a way to consistently win games against teams that they should probably be beating. Lost to the Wizards. Um, they should beat them. I don't know when that was. but yeah, they Yesterday, have I think. Won. It was either yesterday or a ago. couple days. Yeah, a couple days ago. They should have won that game. Yeah, it was a back-to-back for them. It was the last game of a back-to-back. But they still should have won that game. Um, they got Dallas today. Well, it's tough. They can never... They can't. So, without Ja, they have trouble generating individual offense. Marcus Smart... We like him for his. He's defense. not. A, he's his, his offense is not. Desmond Bain is creative. just a shooter. So mm-hmm. give him a screen. If without a screen, there's not much too much. So can you do. can't really generate a lot of offense with these guards. Derek Rose is cooked on, on his last <laughs> cooked. <laughs> and I hate people saying and, that. Well, hold on. I hate people that are saying that on the time. Like, can't believe the Knicks bench Derek Rose. I'm like, he's cooked. No, yeah. There's just not much firepower there. Jaron Jackson Jr. 
you know, it's it's a big man. Xavier Tillman's nice, but I mean, where are your points? You don't have Ja. Where are you yeah. getting your offense that you can just don't ha- until Ja gets back, like a microwavable scorer, like a Cam Thomas. Like they're twenty third in scoring right now. You would hope Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. are the two guys that you could kind of rely on, but Jaron Jackson Jr. I don't think he's had a game this year where he's had more than twenty two points. And they don't profile as as your elite level exactly. scorers. You, I mean, you're hoping you, they could just give you, you know. 25 each a night, but that's asking for a lot, especially from those two, especially Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, by the way, they're about to be 0 4 because I, I, do I got say, Dallas winning the tonight, um, too. Eastern Conference Player of the Week, Tyrese Maxey. Jalen Duran snub. Jalen Duran gets snub. Actually, that's not horrible, actually. <laughs> that's not horrible, though. Um, all right, uh, Locke, we'll go to you. Um, for you, these teams. In the Western Conference, anybody that you're seeing, like, hey, uh, watch out for them, or are you liking where how the teams are set up so far? Um, I mean, I, I like that Josh kind of touched on the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans last year when Zion was playing, they were at the top or yeah, second. Top three, so right? yeah. yeah, when when him and Ig- when Zion and Ingram were there, healthy wise, as well as CJ if Herbert Jones, they they got a little squad there, and I think it's going to be again health is. Well, health's a big start with every team, but that's a team where you can really kind of make some noise there. I think the Lakers always could make a push there. They're 10 right now. Uh, I mean, even, I mean, if this, I don't want to say the Spurs are going to make a playoff team, but they're definitely going to be exciting this year compared to what we see the last couple of years in San Antonio. But uh, yeah, Grizzlies wise, if they get to like, let's say, Three and fifteen, five and twelve. Like it's gonna be very hard to come back from. But I definitely don't think they're gonna be the last team. Mm-hmm. I think the Houston Rockets will be the worst team uh, in the West. That's that team. A lot of shot uh, shot chuckers. They picked up Van Vliet, shoot out of Dylan Brooks to chuck more shots. <laughs> Dylan Brooks. The first three games was shot better. I think it just. Uh, I think he yeah. shot like fifty yeah. percent, which he's never it's a really miracle, done. Yeah. I, I think Phoenix. I think oh, not Phoenix. Excuse me. Houston is gonna be right where I think they're gonna be. Oh bottom. yeah. Yeah. So. All right, going ahead, uh, moving this quickly here uh, to the Eastern Conference real quick. Uh, Who are the frauds? Tom, we'll start with you. Just run down that list, you know, wherever they are. Who are the DJ Envies? Well, actually, in my notes right here, I have take a good look at 2-0 and Magic fans because yeah, that's not going to last. Mm, yeah. Who's their next game? They, they're they're fraud. The, Ma- the Magic right, are right? frogs. Oh, yeah, Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Magic we'll, we'll are frogs. We'll talk about that. Well, okay. And then I like some pieces on Orlando. Paolo, obviously, you know, he was, he was very oh, inefficient last solid. year. But Do you think the Magic like can make the, the play-in? Because I think I, I agree with you. They're going to fall. That's their ceiling. I'm taking a look at some of these teams. Because I'm looking at the bottom. The Heat. Maybe. You got the Raptors, the Heat, the Hawks, well, the Heat, and Cleveland. Always, the Heat are going to figure be, it out. Tired, Cleveland's going to figure it out. Brooklyn, they won't figure it out. No. And then when you look Especially at the, then we look at that current playing oh. spot, seven to ten. You got Milwaukee. I think they're going to figure oh, it out. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. Washington, we'll see. No, I think Washington. Washington's the, yeah, they're probably a lottery team. Washington. New York, I think, is going to figure it out and yes. get to that top four ish. Spot Bulls might stay right there at ten. I think the Bulls <laughs> gonna start right, stay right there. I think they you may said. take a dip down actually until they figure wow. out. What, I think also Zach Levine might be on a trading block. Yeah, so I'm saying swap out the Wizards for uh, I'd say the Hawks will probably end up moving up a little bit. You know, not you know leaving them there, but you know definitely the Hawks will end up being you know a top ten team. So then East. we're gonna swap out the Orlando with the Heat. Because I, I, I assume we're all believe that he's going to figure it out. Yes. But yeah. that, at the end of the day, their ceiling is probably oh. going to be the second uh, round before they run into. We, we skipped over a very big team at the four spot. 
in the East. <laughs> the, oh, Detroit. Ooh. <laughs> I think they're in. Yeah, they're in. I think they're a play-in team this they're year. Play they're playing team. Probably, probably eight or nine. Their ceiling yeah. is a play-in team. Is it eight or nine? I think they can compete yeah. in the first-round series, too. It is tough. They win that They are playing very good and surprised a lot of people right now. I didn't expect Detroit to be this good. I'm feeling them at that 10 spot. Yeah, we Uh, haven't mentioned Jalen Duran's name enough. Yeah, he's a guy. We'll be definitely after this week he's had because he definitely is a guy that you want to improve from last year, but uh, he's had an amazing start to his Second career, yo, second they, season. Yo, Cade, man, Cade looked great. Yo, they, yeah, they used to say Cade doesn't pass the ball. He's been passing the ball so far this Cade season. Looks great. He does, but a lot of good things. Monty has got that pitch. team motivated. I don't think I've ever seen that man sit well, sit down. Who Monty? Yeah, like I realized watching some of these NBA games, I realize most of these other coaches will sit down at you know for five lengthy, minutes, lengthy periods. Every time I'm watching a Pistons game, once again, shout out NBA League Pass, which I wasn't able to do years ago. But every time I'm watching a Pistons game, Monty is always half court. Uh, you guys can't see me, but standing like up, this. arms crossed, yep, just looking, yeah, Last, yeah, just like that. He never sits down. He seems like he's really in tuned here. Yeah, he never with his sits team. the way Steve Nash never made adjustments. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. He didn't deserve to be the coach. I'm sorry I had to throw that shot out there. That was, I was waiting it for was, that. He didn't deserve to be the see, coach. See, you can do that, though. You're a Nets fan. So, but, like, that was – That was Steve a failed Steve Nash really wasn't making any adjustments. <laughs> Yo, he literally got hired just because of his wait, name. Wait, 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 wait. Quick sidebar. I know because we, we got to wrap up. But yeah, quick, we still got our picks to go through. But yeah. sick, Quick sidebar. When he got hired and it was in the, and when he got beat by boss and I got – and I said that should have been the last season as him as the coach when they got swept uh, – the, the joke was on the timeline that everybody's like, Steve Nash can't do anything. It's usually just w- calling two plays. And it's ISO Kevin Durant, ISO Kyrie Irving. And the ISO plays were called Flat Earth and Ashy. That's what's Because <laughs> during the time, you got Kyrie, who was a mad conspiracy theorist yeah. with the Flat Earth. And then you had and Kevin KD, Durant. who with, is Ashy. Yeah, <laughs> yo, these are not season, my words. This was the timeline words. Last season, we hired Ime Udoku to just not hire him. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Back on it like a week later Because I remember that No, but I, that kind of makes sense Because there was the whole situation Even though, do we all know the rumor, right? We all know the yeah, rumor yeah, yeah. What, right. what's going on That he was he was, like, bang, he was like banging the owner's well, wife He was He definitely was But I see the vision But I, I get <laughs> I get it But you can't do that And then you can't just I, I Fire to get someone fired And then hire him It's like, alright bro, we can't do that yeah. Well, the Nets had the right to interview him And then they did And then they hired him But then they're the ba- like They were scared of the backlash Right but the, why interview him and hire him? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of ifs and buts about that whole situation. Who All came right. to Jacques Vaughn? Yep. Jacques Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. He's still coaching now. He's doing okay. Yeah. He's doing okay. All right. We're going to move into the last segment of today's show, taking a look at tonight's games and giving our picks as well. So we'll pick a game and then go around the room. We'll start with the Bulls and Pacers. Uh, Josh, we're going to start with you, and then Locker, you'll be next. How are you feeling about this uh, Bulls-Pacers game? Yeah. And I was talking to Shoman the other day, telling him about your Pacers picks. I'm going with the Pacers, even though like yeah. they look good. Yeah. I don't know how they how they are going to sustain it, but they look good. So I'm going with the Pacers and the Bulls. Are just listen, it's just Demar Derozan and uh and Zach Levine. Yeah, I'll stick with the one seed of the East, the Pacers. I'll go with Indiana. Tyrese Halliburton over assists. They're just handing us cash. <laughs> the uh, definitely I'm. They going got with the Indiana Pacers. under on the money line. Uh, that under must three and a half. 
Oh, no, 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 no. They're the favorite. Only by three and a half, though. Oh, they're fair. I'm looking at and the lines. In me. Indiana, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, All right, yeah. But I'm taking Indiana as well. They'll go to three and a uh, well. Rapid fire here. Nets, Hornets. Josh, we'll start with you again. Keep going in the same Ooh. direction. Um, I'm going to go Hornets. Mm. Oh, Nets. Kev Thomas, 40 balls tonight. I, yeah, dang, I checked my pick. Chapter 33. I'm taking my pick. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going Brooklyn. With Locke. You're right. In the Cam Thomas pick. You're right. But no Claxton. I think Mark Williams eats, and I think the Hornets win. Mm. That's good point. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm taking the Nets. Um, not the Cam Thomas 40 point, but I am feeling a Mikel Bridges 25, kind of getting back on the face of the earth when it comes to scoring for him. Mark um, Williams over rebounds might be just something you do. I got to take a look once we uh, wrap up here. Yeah. I Celtics. Actually, no. I'm broke right now. I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> Celtics and Wizards, Josh. How you feeling? Celtics all day. Celtics. What, what is Kyle Kuzma and Jerome going to do going against that defense? Clean sweep here. Celtics, yeah. Um, Hawks and Timberwolves in a, in ATL too. Uh, Home, homecoming. Anthony Edwards. I have a hard time believing um, the Hawks can win. The Hawks can win because I just don't believe when them. they're efficient one night. Excuse me, they're inefficient the next. They're inconsistent. I'm going to take Minnesota. Uh, I th- I'm, I think Ant's going to go off. Ant's from the ATL area. I think he's going to go off. I just, I'm one, they, they're, they're going, Ant has got to be assertive and take control of this team. He's got to be the dude because they're going to build him to be the dude. Like we all talked about earlier, Cat is not staying long. I think it's Trey Young's statement game, but I think they're going to win. Mm, I'm taking the Timberwolves in this one. Minnesota is the favorite. I'm taking the Timberwolves in. This one. Uh, back-to-back for the Trailblazers. Uh, they've got Toronto in Canada. Raptors. Yeah, I'm taking Raptors, Raptors. too. I think Scoot has his worst game of the year, oh, which <laughs> is a bit of a bold take because yeah. of how bad he's been and the Raptors. Did he fall out? Yeah, probably before the halftime. He'll fall <laughs> out. <laughs> Shout out uh, Paul Reed. He used to be foul, a foul territory. Close to found out before halftime Luke back in the day, him. but he got better with that. All right. Uh, ooh, good game here. Warriors and Pelicans. This one... In uh, New Orleans, how I'm taking the, give me the Pelicans, yeah I'm taking the Pelicans in this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, with you. I'll go New Orleans. Oh, Pelicans Warriors. This on NBA TV. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this. I'm going. Oh, they might have to bring Chris Paul off the bench again, uh, which he most likely will be coming off the bench. Dang it! First time ever, by the way, since his second year at Wake Forest. Last time they played. Wow, it's been that long. Yeah, I'm gonna go Warriors. I'm gonna go Warriors. Warriors two and zero. I'm, I think I think they're going. I think Steph is going to go ballistic. I'll take I'll take Zion for thirty five tonight. Thirty five. Zion for thirty five. Nah, Kaminga's about to be putting the straps on him. I, well, I'm about to say like, listen, they got no big men in the Golden State for rebounding, so Zion might be eating. Yeah, that we know he be eating, but <laughs> that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh Pelicans. All right. So uh, that's how we feel about that Pelicans Warriors game. Could be. Good game tonight. I'm going to watch that. There's a couple of solid games that we could have tonight. Pistons, Uh, Thunder. Detroit and the Thunder. This one is in OKC. Give me the Thunder. Thunder. She had a horrible game uh, yesterday. He bounces back. Thunder, I'm on I'm on I'm on SGA. I want to I think he's gonna go crazy. He was two for sixteen yesterday. Yeah, I think he needs to bounce back. I think he is gonna go crazy. He's back home. I think he'll get it together. I like because I like the Thunder. I like this young team. They're definitely gonna be in the playoffs. Even though I, I the Pistons play hard, but go on. Uh, Jalen Durant gonna keep it going. The Pistons gonna win here tonight. Yeah, I'm glad mm. you mentioned his name because I haven't been enough. Um, Chet's gonna struggle tonight. 
mm. against one of the best centers in the league. I think the Pistons win this game. I think Cade oh, has split. His most efficient night we've seen. Cade's been great scoring. I think yeah, he'll be good. efficient and he'll have his points. All right, we'll split there with the Pistons in OKC. Uh, Dallas and Memphis. Give me Dallas. 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 Yeah. All right, it's a clean sweep. I, there. I think Memphis is going to score for 100 points, but Dallas. We'll see if they can get there. Uh, if they can't get there against Dallas, something's done. Miami and Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Um, somebody may be sitting for this game. Not sure yet. You know, back to back. Oh, Miami. So, oh, actually, okay, no, okay. not back to back. Excuse me. I, uh, oh, this should be. This is another possible good one. Oh, uh, yeah, back to back. It is back to back. Excuse me. I apologize. Uh, give me the Bucks though. Still. Uh, yeah, Bucks. Dame had a terrible performance against ATL. He'll bounce back home. Yeah, nah. The Bucks. Bucks. Did they lose in Milwaukee or in ATL? Uh, they lost in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, he'll have a bounce back in yeah. Milwaukee. Excuse me, Dan. Utah and Denver, not even a... Denver. Sh- yeah. Blowout. Yeah. yeah, it won't be close. <laughs> All right. And then the last game, which we'll wrap up with, the Magic and the Lakers. Someone's sitting. Magic, uh, even though you will be facing a weaker Lakers team, sadly, I think you improved the two in... Well, not improved. They haven't announced anybody for sitting yet, and it's all, the game starts at ten thirty. I'd five. be hard pressed to believe both of them are playing in this game after those minutes. They have not announced it. I've been checking, so still give me the Lakers for the win, though. I nobody sitting. Give me the Lakers, but if somebody gets announced a sitting. I know I'm putting like an asterisk here. Give me the Magic. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the Magic tonight. Mm. You know what? How many times in your life have you taken the match? I'm feeling it. Not a lot. I'm feeling it. Give me <laughs> Orlando. On the road. Split again? Give me Orlando. Wow. In an right. ugly win. A lot of games here tonight and, you know, this Monday night about half of the league will be in action and then only three more games tomorrow. Those will be on TNT besides the Magic and the Clippers. But that just about wraps up this episode of the N1 podcast. Excuse me, podcast. October 30th, 2023, episode 2 is in the books. We'll be back next week. Make sure you tune in wherever you get your podcast from, and you can tune in once again at 6 p.m. as all episodes will be out then after that time once we record on Mondays. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to And One with your host, Aiden Butler and Josh Counts. You can find And One and every Rowan Radio podcast by searching Rowan Radio On Demand Sports wherever you find your favorite podcasts.